podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello guys, it's Ollie here and welcome back to the NUFC Blogcast. So this is a new feature I thought I'd try out this week and I'm going to call it 2 News in 10 Minutes or 2 News in 10. Uh, just going through all the latest news, rumours, gossip, all the goings on basically around Newcastle over the past few days. So I think the main place to start is with Sandro Tonali. So it came out yesterday, so on Thursday afternoon, that Sandro Tonali and Italian teammate Nicolo Zaniolo have been questioned by the police, the Italian police, after allegations of illegal betting. So basically they were questioned, they were taken away from the training camp on Thursday afternoon and they've now had to leave the Italian uh, camp where they're due to play and where they're due to play England next week in a Euro qualifier. But they'll, both Tonali and Zaniolo, take no part in that because, like I said, they've been speaking to the authorities as there's been accusations of possible illegal betting. Um, The Italian Federation have released a statement as well confirming this. Now, at this point, there's not too much more to say because you can't really speculate too much on the matter when we don't really know what's gone on here because it is worth mentioning that I think in Italy there's a lot of laws around betting being illegal or recently maybe that might have changed slightly but it's certainly clamped down on way more over there so it's not clear at the minute if it's just betting in general and therefore that would be a fine and a ban outside of football or whether it's betting on football and therefore there would be a ban that relates to his sort of impact sorry his ability to play for Newcastle in the national team so it's not clear at the minute what's going to happen, whether he has been involved. There's obviously talk of some sort of scandal here where several players around the Italian team have apparently been involved in betting. Some outlets in Italy are saying there's up to 10 players involved. And this obviously might date back to his, well, probably will date back to his time at Milan if he obviously has been involved. But there's not much more to say on that. We don't know if it is football-related betting or just betting in general. And we don't even know if he has been involved. But he's being questioned by police. He's coming back to Newcastle. He won't play any part for Italy over the international break. And obviously, fingers crossed, everything comes out fine um, for him there. Because obviously, we saw Ivan Tony at Brentford uh, was involved in a big a big case there. And he got he got banned for eight months. So let's just hope nothing comes of it for Tonali. That's a bit of a worry. Staying on the theme of worries, Alexander Rizak, you may have seen or you may not have seen, on Wednesday night, Sweden released a statement saying that Isaac had had to withdraw from the international uh, setup. They didn't state what injury he had, but they said after um, medical checks from their team that he wasn't able to play any part in the next few games. So they had a, a friendly, I think it was against Moldova this week, and then they were playing Belgium in a pretty crucial Euro qualifier next Monday. But anyway, the medics at uh, the Swedish national team say that he isn't fit enough to play any part in that. So that's a bit of a worry, but at the same time, I know Jordan Cronin at Newcastle World, a local journalist there, he's, it's his information that he hasn't suffered any serious injury and it's thought to be a groin problem. So I think there's no major concern, but obviously there is a groin issue there and that he'll get assessed by Newcastle's medical team over the next few days. Um, he also adds that he's not being ruled out of the Crystal Palace game, obviously a week on Saturday at this point, but obviously there'll be further assessment in Newcastle when he gets back. So... You may have seen Eddie Howe after the game said that Isaac did signal to the bench in our uh, two-all draw against West Ham that he couldn't continue and he had to come off. It seemed minor and Eddie Howe said he wasn't too concerned, but obviously it's enough for him to be ruled out of Sweden's two games over the international break. So 
so yeah, we'll have to hope. We'll have to hope he's all right. Obviously, I, I did mention on our last podcast he's been forced to play. I think it was four games in eleven or twelve days just before the international break. Obviously, Wilson had his injury, and Isaac had to basically go go again and again each week. Whether it was against Man City, PSG, uh, Burnley, West Ham, there was a lot of games he had to he had to play consecutively. So hopefully, it's just a bit of tightness, a bit of soreness there, and he hasn't done any hasn't done anything that'll keep him out for a period of time. Um, so yeah, that's the latest on Tonali. And the latest on Isaac. I think the next bit is just a few updates on transfers. So, Mark Douglas, I know it goes without saying early on here that it's early days. Obviously, it's a few months till the January window, but this is when some of the, the news and transfer rumours might pick up pace because obviously the club might make plans for the January window well in advance. Anyway, the, Mark Douglas, who used to be at the Chronicle, he's now at iNews or the iPaper. He said that Man City's Calvin Phillips is expected to leave in January. He hasn't got the game time he expected under Pep Guardiola, and I think you might be a bit miffed that when Rodri got his three-game ban, he didn't even come in in the three games he's missed against the likes of Arsenal, Wolves. Um, I can't remember the third game, but he's not really got the chance he expected while Rodri's been out, and I think he probably knows that he's he's not really going to break into that team. So Mark Douglas is saying that Newcastle and Everton, along with a couple of other Premier League teams, have shown interest in him, and that he said it's increasingly likely that he leaves on leaves uh, the club in January. So he could be one to watch. It seems Newcastle were interested over the summer, but at the time, Phillips said he wanted to fight for his place. Um, there's some talk that he might be allowed to leave on loan, which might suit us from an FFP perspective. But um, I guess people have mentioned that they think Newcastle are currently missing a natural number six who can sit in front of the defence. So he could be an option. So there's there's one link in Calvin Phillips that could be one to watch. Another one, the Northern Echo, Scott Wilson, the chief writer at the Northern Echo, he said that Newcastle's recruitment team have been discussing a possible move for Emile Smith-Rowe. He's obviously in, well, a former England under-21 internationally, played at the European Championships with the under-21s with Anthony Gordon over the summer and won that there. And But he hasn't he hasn't really started many games at all for Arsenal this season. He's played cameo, sort of cameo appearances in the Premier League and the Champions League, but his only start came in the Carabao Cup defeat to Brentford, I think. So... He's someone apparently Newcastle have interest in. The, the report mentions that we prefer a loan-to-buy deal, which we obviously negotiated for Lewis Hall, but it's obviously it's unlikely, I think, that Arsenal would, would accept those sort of terms. But anyway, this is just a, a rumour in the early stages, I guess, now. But um, but yeah, he's a talented player, and it would be a classic sort of Eddie Howe signing of a, a young English talent who he thinks he could get the best out of. Um, so yeah, he's another one to watch, potentially. Emil Smith-Rowe, I know that same article mentioned that Newcastle have looked to trim the squad a little bit more in January and they said that Emil Kraft and Javier Manquillo are two players who could be up for sale and, and could leave. I know both of them are out of contract at the end of the season, so January is probably our last chance to get a fee for either of those and I wouldn't expect them to get new deals. So um, it could be it could make sense for all parties that they leave, really. I know Kieran Trippier's first choice at right-back and we've now got Tino Livramento as a, as a backup to him. So really, Mankiw and, and Kraft are sort of third and fourth choice now. So it would probably make some sense for them to go. Um, the final little transfer rumour, so according to Alan Nixon at The Sun, I know it's The Sun, but he has got a couple of things right when it comes to Newcastle. I think he called I think he called Federico Fernandez signing and Rodrigo Vilca, the Peruvian winger who, who signed for the under-21s. But anyway, he's reporting that Newcastle are considering a January bid for Blackburn's Adam Wharton. So he's a 19-year-old. Apparently, Dan Ash was a, is a big fan of his, and he's been playing regularly for Blackburn in the Championship. He's a kind of versatile midfielder who can play as a sort of holding midfielder or 
a centre midfielder. Apparently, Man United, Brighton, and Palace are also interested. Um, and there's talk that we were really keen over the summer, but we, at the time, we didn't think we could offer him the first team minutes he needed at the time. So, who knows what will come with that one? He's in England under 19 international. Could could there be a chance that Newcastle? I'm just speculating here. Look to sign him and then loan him back to Blackburn so that he's our player, but he gets the experience with Blackburn. Who knows? Obviously, it's early days with that, but he has been mentioned a couple of times now. So time will tell if there is sort of genuine interest there and whether we'll make a move. The next thing to mention, so some good news for Newcastle just in general. Um, the Euros are going to be coming to St. James's Park. So there's sort of won the bid for the Euros for 2028 across the UK and Ireland. And New St. James's Park alongside Wembley, Villa Park, Goodison Park, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the Etihad, um, along with the Principality in Wales, Hampden Park, and uh, I think the Aviva Stadium in Republic of Ireland and Casement Park in Northern Ireland. They're the 10 venues for the, the 2028 Euros. So that's that's some good news. Um, and just to round off, uh, there's basically, well, as you know, it's the international break. There's been a host of Newcastle players in international action. Obviously, Tonali hasn't and won't be because of the, the sort of police probe and Isaac's pulled out, but Bruno Gamara has played in the early hours of Friday morning for Brazil in their World Cup qualifier with Venezuela. He starred alongside Casemiro in midfield and alongside the likes of Neymar and Vinicius Jr. Played 80 minutes and Brazil were dominating the game at that point in terms of possession and shots and they were 1-0 up. But in the in, in added time, I think Venezuela got an equaliser. So that was a bit of a blow for Brazil, but they're still in a good place to qualify for the World Cup. So yeah, so Bruno got 80 minutes for Brazil. Seems to be fine. Got no injuries, which was the main thing. Almiron played 86 minutes for Paraguay, who are struggling in World Cup qualification. They lost 1-0 to Argentina in the early hours of Friday morning. So not good news for Paraguay. They're 7th, I think, or 8th out of 10 clubs battling to, to get in the top six spots. I think they're 8th. Um, to then get them into the World Cup. So it's not looking great for Miggy's chances of getting in the World Cup. And then just a final few, Tino Livramento, he's not played for England under-21s now for, I think it's 18 months since he picked up that injury. But he came off the bench in Thursday night's game against Serbia at the city ground at Nottingham Forest. So at the time, England were 3-1 up. And in the 40 minutes, Tino Livramento was on the pitch. They scored another six goals. So they won 9-1. So that was nice for Livermento, not just to get selected again for the under-21s at England level um, after so long without with an injury, but to come on and obviously be part of that that win when they scored six goals in 40 minutes was pretty impressive. And then, uh, yeah, Kieran Trippier hasn't played yet, but at the time of recording on Friday morning, he's um, he's due to play later on tonight. So he's playing against Australia in a friendly for England at Wembley, I believe. So, so yeah, that's just basically a quick roundup of all the latest news really over the past few days um, of this week. Obviously, it's an international break, but there's still plenty happening. So so thanks for listening, guys, and hopefully we'll make this a regular feature. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter. Check us out on nufcblog.co.uk, and we'll see you on the next episode. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network.